To Turkey now, where rescue efforts are coming to an end two weeks after earthquakes devastated the region. More than 46,000 people have been killed and whole cities are in ruins. And this morning, as international teams involved in search and rescue efforts prepare to head home, another quake struck. Grant Rice is a team leader in Australia's disaster assistance response team. He joined me earlier. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Take me through the work your team has been doing in Turkey. So the work we've been doing, we're part of a uh, international disaster assistance response team, uh, working with Oz2, and there's probably there is seven different agencies within our team, and we're helping the local community and local fire rescue uh, coordination and just helping the locals wherever we can. We do everything from search and rescue to humanitarian work, and we'll do whatever we, whatever they want us to do. So what has that work looked like and have you been able to, to save people who have been stuck in the rubble? Uh, we've assisted a lot of people through there. Unfortunately, we haven't gotten anyone live out of, uh, out of any predicaments, but we have uh, helped with a lot of people repatriate their loved ones back to their family members and things like that and also help a lot of the local authorities uh, just with assistance with humanitarian aid and things like that as well. And what's that been like, providing closure to families who are searching for loved ones? I can't can't understand what they've gone through, but I can actually see their faces and so forth when we do that good work and repatriate them and find their, their family member or their loved one and actually reunite that person with them. And they do, you can do see that, that closure that they do get. It's a, it is a little bit rewarding. It's not a, a nice place to be in. Uh, with that tragedy that it is. But, yeah, we're, we're doing everything we can to help whoever we can. Just give me a sense of the level of devastation and how it compares to other rescue missions that you've worked on. I can't compare it to anything because it, the amount of destruction uh, throughout the city where we are at the moment is unbelievable. It looks a, a little bit like a movie set. You've got uh, buildings that are leaning against other buildings, cracks in buildings. You've got buildings that are just a rubble pile uh, you've got buildings that are across streets. You've got buildings that have fallen and across a whole blocks. It's, I, I, it is very difficult to describe, to tell you the truth, just the, the tragedy and the amount of destruction that it has uh, reaped across here is uh, unbelievable. And your team is, uh, I understand, leaving Turkey tomorrow. What's the situation now versus when you arrived? I really hope that we've helped a lot of people. We are... The work that we've done and from the feedback we've gotten from local community members and, and the local community, they're, they're very uh, appreciative of what we do. But, uh, yeah, we're doing our best wherever we can and hopefully we've improved just that little bit for the, for the local people to help them whilst we've been in the country. It's winter, which means temperatures of minus five and minus seven. Could you give us a sense of the conditions you've faced on the ground and, and what, what that's like working in that kind of cold also for the people who've been displaced? Yeah, for the people displaced, that's what you've got to really think about. Uh, we get a, a little bit spoiled. We're, I know we're sleeping in tents and so forth. We've got some uh, good equipment and good gear that we use Um we're trained to do this type of work. We want to do this type of work. So uh, if it's cold, well, we'll just uh, have to get through it. We're, we're doing a lot better than what the local, local people are. The team has travelled over with an enormous amount of equipment. One of the guiding principles is that you are self-sufficient. So that means what you bring literally everything. 
everything, everything from uh, water. We've got a, a small desalination if we need that. Uh, we've got hygiene kits. We've got um, toiletries of facilities, hygiene facilities, uh, our tents and so forth. Our food is all brought in. So for the amount of time we're in uh, the country, we do not have to um, accept anything from the country as into that is all for the locals to be using. We are self-sufficient. Uh, we have our base of operations set up and we work from here. And in the last couple of hours, a 6.4 magnitude earthquake has struck the region. Are you worried this may cause more destruction? What happened? So we were out uh, finishing some loading of some equipment and so forth. And when it did struck, it was surreal, actually, to tell you the truth, uh, standing in the middle of that. We've had some after, a lot of aftershocks, but uh, to have another earthquake of 6.4 at the level of uh, eight kilometres is very different, yes. So your first thoughts did go out to uh, the locals again. Uh, hopefully there was no one in buildings or anything like that because most of them are empty at this stage. It must be very traumatic to go through another earthquake, though. It just shows how unstable uh, people must be feeling. Yeah, the, the power of nature, isn't it? Um, yeah, it would be very, for the locals, it would be very difficult, actually, just bring back some memories for them, I believe. Uh, hopefully everyone's uh, all right and in a safer spot than when they were in the first time. This was a real international effort, as you've mentioned. There were rescuers from 10 other countries working across 19 sites in the province. How does the call get made that it's time to go? As I mentioned earlier, you'll be leaving tomorrow. Yeah, so from we get a call with the Australian government. They obviously work with uh, the Turkish government and also inter other international teams. And if they do ask for assistance, we work uh, with our government and then uh, they say we're ready to go. We're uh, always ready to go with our uh, heavy classified uh, USAR team and a disaster assistance response team. So we are always uh, on standby. And then if the Australian government does uh, require us to go, we'll, we'll go wherever we're needed. Part of the Australian team's work is to assess the structural integrity of buildings and infrastructure. I mean, the picture you've painted is, is that, you know, everything's basically destroyed. What is your conclusion? Uh, we do carry a lot of, we've got a lot of experience with, uh, we've got people from public works, engineers, uh, disaster assistance members as well who do use a lot of different styles of equipment that we can do to help the locals so we can keep people out of areas if we are going into certain areas we can keep cordon off uh, streets and so forth with some of the equipment like uh, for example a, a, like a movement detector it's uh, we've set that up on buildings so if they are moving too much we can sure warn locals and local rescuers as well in the area that we're working that we can give them a uh, a little bit of warning before there are any other major catastrophes. Grant, thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you for your time too. Really appreciate it. Grant Rice is a team leader in Australia's disaster assistance response team in Turkey, and you're listening to ABC RM Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.